made it. Man, I barely made it. Just made it. Just made it. What's up, man? How's it going? Oh, it's it's going. <laughs> you look fucking disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> I needed I needed that laugh. I'm glad I give it to you. Yeah, man. Um, how are you? Let's start on a light note. Let's start on a on a happy high note. How are you, Ren? I'm good, man. Fuck yeah. Man. Cleaning, cleaning the dojo up a little bit before I hit the hit the road this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're on the way to Nashville. Yeah, man, they're supposed to get one to three inches tonight. Boo! Yikes, dude. <laughs> one, one of the motherfuckers coming. Uh, she's coming from Texas, and her fucking flight got canceled. So really? Yes. Yeah, so, like, I mean, like, so we got people coming from all over, but. It's going to be tough. She only got one. Of, well, I guess she could take a train or a bus if she don't want to drive. Shit, that would take forever, dude. Yeah, I don't know what the train situation is like. Uh, I ain't did that since college. I wouldn't even want to do that shit, man. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the, the train ride from back home to down there was long enough with all those fucking stops, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was only a three-hour trip. Which part, of, uh, which part of Texas? West. <laughs> <laughs> Where all the shit is, most of the shit. Jeez. No, I mean, I'm fucking, fucking chilling, dude. Fucking, yeah. like I said, I only work two days today, I mean, mm. two two days this week. Mm. Fucking wasn't even sure my boss was knowing I was taking off for this for this weekend. I sprung it on him. Look at I that. I sprung it on him. <laughs> yeah, you did something you had to shift cover, but, like, look at that. <laughs> I, well, no, like, I, I said something to him about it on sat- last Saturday when I got paid. I was like, hey, mm. dude, you know, you know I'm only working two days next week. And he was right. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I bet you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Listen, man, Nashville can't handle this shit either. Like, yeah, but there's a bit more season than Texas is. <laughs> yeah, well, man, I remember when I was there, it, it iced a little bit. And like the city shut down, no delivery. It was yeah, it was tough. It was tough. I don't want to wish that juge on you. See, like I got a buddy that lives down there too, man. And this was this was yesterday, I mm. think, or the day before. And like he was at the grocery store, bro, and what no food left. Bro, we gonna talk about it. He lives down where. He was in Nashville. In that, oh gosh, dude. So this storm in Texas, like, what a what a bum ass time. What kind of timing is this anyway? Like the timing of like, I could have stayed in city I live in for this and been a lot more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but this storm down here, I forgot what what no what I think they get called like Yuri Winter Storm Yuri or some shit. They gave it a name. So apparently this. Sh- oh yeah, you sent me the article. How it has fucked up North Carolina. Like <laughs> a winter storm in Texas created a hurricane in South Carolina, North Carolina. It was a tornado? Was a hurricane? Inclement uh, weather. Twisters. Tornado. Dude. Um, I'm in an awful mood, Ren. <laughs> I can tell, bro. I'm in an awful mood, bro. Um. Let's break it down, man, because I've done a lot of thinking, because this was clearly going to be content, <laughs> right? This was clearly going to be some content. 
Uh, like, let's start here, man. Southern hospitality is a fucking lie. It's all gone. It's all gone during these types of Well, no, 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 no. They never had it in the first oh. place. It's a lie. It's a lie. I don't want to break down a racial component, but also, uh, listen, I went to a really cool, like, locally owned, black owned seafood place. Nicest Mexicans I ever met. <laughs> Food was delicious. All the, like, weddings I've done, bruh, your southern cousins are getting on my nerves. <laughs> like, bro, I don't have no family down there. <laughs> bruh, the, like, I don't like being, I, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm such a capable guy. I hate being condescended to. Like uh, one nice. one coordinator was so good at her job. She man, listen, she had it was like her, it was like a team. She had a, a team of three. They had headsets and shit. I'm like, you know what? I don't even want the power struggle. Fuck it. I don't want the power struggle. You got it. I'll take the back seat. I'm never taking the back seat again. I'm never take I don't take the back seat when it comes to what I gotta do with my gig. So we're getting ready for this grand introduction where I'm about to introduce the wedding. I'm introduced the wedding party and then the bride and groom. I cue up the music. I say the first name of the wedding party. So the coordinator's on the headset. She's got her assistant coordinator. She goes, you know, do, 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 whatever message she sends. And I'm mentioning the name of the wedding party. This unprofessional teammate sends out the bride and groom. So I and I, because I can't see them, they're upstairs coming from above me. I'm starting with the wedding party. She sends out the bride and groom. I see the bride and groom coming down, and I'm fucking livid, bro. Livid. That ain't your fault. I mean, you know that, but like. It's not my fault, but it's my fault yeah. because I took the back seat because I didn't want the power struggle knowing that I'm good at my job, right? Whatever. We get through it. Anyway, that's the light part of it, right? The southern arrogance just kills me, <laughs> right? So then, this is Valentine's Day. So then the night ends early because, you know, there's a winter storm coming. There's like a little, little drizzling. There's a little drizzling of snow. And so, like, everyone's in a panic, right? It, they're in a panic for a 34-degree day. I'm like, okay, well... All right, I'm from the Midwest. Like, okay. No one ever seen this? <laughs> you ain't never seen this before, right? So the night is over with. We wake up Monday, and we had power on Monday. Now, some people didn't, but we had power on Monday, but the city is, like, shut down. And my guy over in uh, three hours away, he had no power, but the, 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 the city shut down, and they're just not handling this well. And so me, just, I don't know how much I do or don't believe in karma, but mm -hmm, Southern arrogance, that's what you get. Mm -hmm, that's what you get. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's actually a uh, King of the Hill episode where they get snow and mm. everybody is just losing their fucking minds. Bro, <laughs> losing their heads out here. So every city I go to, motherfuckers just can't drive. <laughs> But the way they can't drive out here, like, 
the way they they swerve through lanes when their exit is ain't even the next exit. Like it's it's crazy out here. And this is on a regular day, right? And then you heard the news about the. I think this has happened uh, in between. Uh, this might have happened before we recorded last week. The hundred plus car pileup in Dallas. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, this started because, and this is me. This is just you know what I'm hearing. So I didn't check the news. I've been kind of distant from the news. But what I'm told is some motherfucker was driving somewhere between 80 and 90 miles per hour on the ice and thought he could just stop his car. Hell, I got four-wheel drive, but I'll get through all this ice. Bruh. Uh-huh. Not I to mention... Talk about your four-wheel drive. Bruh, not to mention all these SUVs on a scene I hear who... Listen, you got a snow utility vehicle. That's what the S stands for now. You got a snow utility vehicle, my guy. You should be able to handle this shit. No. No. They can't handle it. So, the first is like, okay, the arrogance. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. And it's not even so much that they're not prepared for winter, because like, this doesn't happen, right? I'll get to the, I'll get to the bigger problems in a bit, but you know they're not prepared for winter. That's the thing. So, Tuesday comes, and we lose power Tuesday morning. So we had power Monday, lost power Tuesday, and we're riding around the streets, man, and at this point, I'm still just annoyed, right? Like, you know what happens at a stoplight when the lights are gone? It becomes a stop sign. Well, it's like motherfuckers forgot how stop signs work. There's so many near accidents I've seen at stop, at stop signs. At a four-way. At a four-way, right? (laughs) I'm just, I'm annoyed. I'm just, so I'm just annoyed and annoyed and annoyed. But then it becomes a socioeconomic lesson for me. Because now I'm like, okay, I'm watching how they're handling this. They can't handle the snow aspect. They're not used to that. Okay, that's not so much the story now. But I'm riding, we're riding around the streets, and we're seeing what is open and what isn't open. So, restaurant-wise, no Wendy's. Now, this at the time. No Wendy's, no Burger King, no Popeye's, no Jack in the Box. There was, we ended up getting food at, you know Potbelly? Yeah. Sandwich place. Long-ass line to drive through, we ended up handling that. Now, there was a Waffle House open. Well, you know, they ain't ever closing. They not ever close. Waffle House is for the people. The line around Waffle House was crazy. Like, people are lined up outside of Waffle House like a fucking soup kitchen. Like, it's like a, on Like, on feet. On like, feet. Not in cars. Not in cars, Right. So I don't know if they're doing in dining, in house dining or not, but like even then, the idea of like you you have to wait for people to finish eating just to get a meal, right? So the pot belly was open, long as drive through line. All of like now pot belly for those not familiar, it's a it's a sandwich spot. It's not an overly expensive sandwich spot, but it's more expensive than a Wendy's, a Jack in the Box, 
and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not everybody's going to Potbelly. More, it's more expensive than a burger joint. Exactly. So there was a Potbelly. There was like this like hipster niche restaurant open next door to it. They sold like bubble tea and like expensive accoutrements, whatnot. They played like it. They played like gentrified hip hop music, like lo-fi, all that shit. There was another spot next to a little more expensive spot. So like, of all of like the regular guy restaurants, none of them were open except Waffle House that you had to stand outside a line for for X amount of time. All the other restaurants that were open that we saw were all of these like niche, a little bit more expensive places. You go around, you go around, go around. Walmart, crazy. The line around Walmart is crazy. Target, a little bit less of a line, but Target is also more expensive. Um, I'm not familiar with H-E-B. That's a Southern thing, but those little line around there, little grocery store. I'm just, I'm seeing the socioeconomics of this whole thing, right? And so I already like hate this place because of how they're handling this and then the socioeconomics. So Tuesday we come and hang out in the, in the Houston office, the, the Houston office half hour. And, you know, we bundle up, call it a night. I wake up today. And I decided I decide to read more and more about Texas electricity because I figured <laughs> one fucking grid. I figure if I'm gonna know this, if I'm gonna be pissed off, for one, let me be as pissed off as possible, <laughs> and for two, let me be pissed off knowing the facts, right? So Texas. I find out is the only state in the 48 that has its own power grid. Now, for the other 47, there's the Eastern Interconnected something or other. I'll just say grid. And then there's the Western Interconnected grid, right? So the EIG and the WIG, right? And then there's fucking Texas. And the reasoning behind Texas having their own grid is for two reasons. Well, I guess one bigger than Texas. Yeah, including <laughs> egos and assholes. Yes. The reasons why is because they wanted to avoid federal regulations as far as That's selling selling electricity, but also the history of it is, is it of it is because. They've always wanted to secede from the union. This was like, they were talking about that like five or six years ago, weren't they? Dude, I made the joke a couple days ago to just cut them from the union. And then now it was like, oh, they want to be cut from, they've always wanted to be cut from the union. And so they did it to avoid federal regulations and also to secede from the union. However... They also have done a shit job of maintaining the grid. It's like a car, right? You gotta you gotta rotate the tires, you gotta change the oil. They ain't changed the oil in this motherfucker in forever. <laughs> and so 
their initial focus, right? So that Monday, there were people who actually lost power because of the freezing. And so their remedy was to focus on the people who actually lost power by getting them their power back and then shutting it off in waves for everyone else to generate more power. But you know who hasn't lost power? We've got connects in Dallas and, of course, in Houston and, you know, just throughout the state. None of the millionaires have lost power throughout this entire thing. Oh, yeah. Which doesn't surprise me, but pisses me off to hear. We've 100%. So that's the socioeconomic part of it. And then there's the fucking, the driving. It's like, it's like a small scale pandemic. When it comes down to it, there's no teamwork involved in this shit. No. So today, we go to Target. Let alone, so like throughout this whole thing, of course, I've been staying with my guy and his family. So I've been seeing like husband duties, dad duties, the things that I do and don't want in my partner, the things I'm not willing to deal with. Kids, kids going kid, right? I've gotten in trouble here for saying kids are trash. <laughs> I've, I've been saying this. I love, listen, I love, I love kids. But like... I say it tongue in cheekly, but like there, you know what I mean. Fuck them kids. That's just Fuck the kids. that's just the meme. I didn't make it up. I love the babies, but you know babies, right? They, they, whatever. But the the things that it takes to be a father and a husband out here. So I wasn't gonna let my guy be out in these streets by himself. We've stood in some lines together. Um, we've had to travel some distances. We had to make a lot of different trips because. This we went to a Walmart that had a line around it. They had power and then they lost power. And there's theories about who goes to Walmart and who doesn't go to Walmart. That's fine. We go to this spot. This spot, we went to a Home Depot where the line was crazy. It okay. Anyway, we go to a Target today, and Target's got power. And, you know, we're going through the food aisles and a lot of food is gone. Bread is gone and shit is just gone. So we we go through the liquor aisle and um, he grabs like a bottle of champagne. I started walking with a little bit. I'm like, you know, you know, let me go back. I'm gonna go back and grab some wine. I record tonight. Let's have a little taste. So we split ways. And as we split ways, I'm walking away. I'm kind of just, I'm of course minding my own business. I'm looking around, like I'm kind of looking through aisles. I kind of got my phone in my hand. Um, and then all of a sudden, I hear like this loud smack. I look up. This woman is falling to the ground because this man punched her in the face. Damn. He turns around. There's a Mexican man. I can tell just by the facial structure in his hair. He had a mask on, but I could I could tell. Punches her in the face, turns, looks back, and then like runs down an aisle. 
not like an aisle aisle, but like you know one of the big main separator aisles that separate sections. Her nose is bleeding. It's fucked with me all day. Damn, dog. <sighs> fucking with me all day. Um, I couldn't even get any. I, 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 we like, we all. I can't even describe how far away I was because I wasn't like right up on it. But like, it was kind of quiet in the target. It was kind of quiet. It was minding my own business, just you know. So the contact, you hear the contact. And she, you know, she kind of drops, and um, there's like a shock around it, cause like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And dude, and dude just fucking booked it up out of there. He looked behind him, and then he booked it, and people are like, "Yo, what? What the fuck just happened?" So they're they're tending to her. Um, they like tape off the area with carts, block off the area because they, you know, they call the police and I somehow link up with my guy and I tell him what happened and my mood is fucked after that. Like, I got no time for jokes. Like I said, her nose is bleeding. She didn't know the man. Some guy was like, was that your boyfriend? What the fuck? She's like, no, I don't know who that person was. And Fucking, we're in the, uh, I forget which aisle we were in, but then like fucking Target loses power. And my guy, like, I wasn't about to, like, yell at him, but I'm like, yo, get off the fucking phone. He's on the phone. The lights went off. I'm like, yo, we need to call it. I don't trust none of this shit. Let's call it. He gets off the phone. The lights come back on. There's a certain depravity out this motherfucker today, man. Yeah. I'm so disappointed in this place. That fucking sucks, dude. I, I'm so disappointed. I mean, I don't, I don't, like, I don't know what, like, I mean, nobody ever expects, like, all this shit to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you would think more people would be down to help each other out and shit like that, but whenever shit actually does go fucking crazy, you see what motherfuckers are really like. Bro. Yeah. Cutthroat city out there. I mean, normal, I mean, like... People, people, I mean, it's unfortunate that shit happens. Like, it fucking sucks. I was excited to come down here. I know you were. And I'm contemplating if I should just go back to the city I used to live, to the city I live in. And just cut this trip early. I mean, Cause like in whenever, a couple- you to- whenever you told me what, whenever you're heading back, I said, fuck. Yeah. I gotta, yeah. That's ways, dude. Once this drops, I have about a week and a week and, and a couple days. Just I've got just under two weeks left. But like, yeah, like if I do, it'll kind of mess up my professional requirement—not requirement, but obligation that I made to my guy. But I mean, yeah, but like this wasn't part of the deal, right? You know, and like you gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta keep this straight. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, head and heart. You know man. what I mean? That's what matters. And, you know, they'll be back to, you know, 60s, you know, just in a couple of days. But, like, that doesn't – I don't have positive Texas memories <laughs> overall. Like, I wasn't – Yeah, that's the one, right? San Antonio, you might have it. You you might have it, San Antonio. 
But I was in okay. Dallas when Kobe died. I'm in Houston when people are showing me like how fuck they are. So yeah, I'm disappointed in this place. I really am. So yeah, I've only been there with you whenever we went to San Antonio. Yeah, and it seemed cool. I mean, yo, you remember that? You remember that cab driver? I do remember him. I do remember him. <laughs> I do remember him. Yeah. Damn. That dude. Yo. <laughs> he thought we were, yo, he thought we came down, he thought we came down there to be in the rumble. Yo, I I, I forgot about that part. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah, man. Look at you trying to defend Texas. No, I, defend <laughs> I know. Texas. I know, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Mm. Yeah, man. Between the because listen. When it gets back to the 60s, motherfuckers already on his day. Most of the snow is basically gone. Yeah. But, like, motherfuckers already back on it. So, like, that injury to insult, insult to injury, it rained its ass off for a little bit today. And so... All the emotions today. Bro, I'm saying. So, it has stopped raining by the time I made the drive out here. But, like, motherfuckers already back to it. Swerving through lanes. Like, he used the exit lane. I'm in the far right lane, right? So I'm already going the slowest. I'm in the far right lane. He used the exit lane to pass me. He goes, (laughs) passes me, swerves to the lane next to me. Like, bro, you can't just slow down. Y'all have learned, (laughs) bruh. Like, y'all have learned nothing from this. Oh, see, like, that that is one thing I am kind of worried about. For the drive tomorrow, like I'm, I'm fucking, I'm definitely giving myself plenty of fucking room. Like I ain't yeah. getting no fucking hurry. Yeah. Man, get Texas out of here, man. Like the arrogance, the condescending way that y'all speak, y'all loud and wrong. Your socioeconomic problems and ways of going about things. Ugh. That's one of my triggers is violence against women. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um yeah. I mean and I mean it's never acceptable. This dude, I mean from what it sounds like I mean, you've got no idea like what she had like the bat last bag of fucking toilet paper or some shit, you know what I'm saying? All I like, remember she actually had walked she had walked past me. I was walking slow. But I, she had walked past me, like, in, in my, my view of not really paying attention. Like, when I first started my walk, she had kind of walked past me. She had, you know, she had a little speed to her. So it wasn't like they had an altercation. I don't know if she bumped into him. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, You can't be mad at her for having some speed going up in there, you know. I mean, fuck, like, if I was down there up in a fucking store like that, I'm trying to get in and get the fuck out. Yeah. That's what all this shit going on. I'm not trying to fucking come up in here and talk to somebody I hadn't seen in 10 years for 20 fucking minutes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, beat, beat that. And then the lights went off like a fucking ECW show. Like, <sighs> I'm, the, 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 the emergency lights come on. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're sitting here like, yo. Like, we're literally, me and my guy are literally like six inches from each other. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face. 
And so I'm like, my my fight or flight start. I'm like, okay, nah, nope, nope. Texans, all, all they know. I just heard, I just witnessed enough of what I witnessed. I didn't even see it, but I know what happened. <laughs> you niggas love your guns in the, in Texas. I'm no, whatever we came here for, it ain't, it ain't worth this shit, bruh. Fuck it, man. Like, so yeah, man. So, on a lighter note, um, my guy who I'm here staying with, he see he uh, so he listened to a couple episodes of the podcast, um, <laughs> episode like eighty nine, and then like an older one, and he said, uh. You know, my first thought was, I like Ren more than you. <laughs> that was his first thought. His first thought. He didn't even give me a second thought. Oh, your first thought. I'm like, nigga, so? <laughs> so what? You think I care? I don't care. So what? He said. I love you, dog. He said. <laughs> it's easy to say. In this instance. Hey, I said happy Valentine's Day, dog. Come you on. did. You did. That's facts. He said, uh, he said, you know what? Yeah, man. Ren's words are just more powerful. <laughs> I don't look at <laughs> I said, fuck off. Fuck off. My words, are, I, nobody's ever said that about me in my whole entire life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he said, I don't know, man, just Ren's words are more powerful than yours. My fuck shit and <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> fuck it. Calling our listeners motherfuckers. <laughs> I guess that's what it takes, man. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows, man? Like, oh, dude. I, I just I just finished uh, Snowfall again. Nice. I'm all the way caught up. Like, dude, yeah. maybe like I don't know, man. Like, I'm Jerome and you're you're Franklin. <laughs> maybe, man. Listen, I was I was once a charming, young, unassuming Midwestern boy, and then all this shit around me is just getting in my head and heart, right? We we gonna we gonna teach y'all motherfuckers how to load and unload these motherfuckers so you don't <laughs> shoot your motherfucking dicks off. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, what the hell, man? You, yeah, listen, man. You and Jerome is the only one who can rival you and your hair. <laughs> yo, his shit is his shit's nice. Yo, his shit dripping, literally and figuratively. His shit dripping. Mmm. What the fuck, man? How are you otherwise, man? What else been going on? Snowfall. About to go uh get it in in the south. That's as far south as I would live, by the way. I hate to keep dwelling on it. I think Nashville is a cutoff point. <laughs> I think mean, that's as far south as I would live is Nashville. It's not a bad place. Either. It's very underrated. It's an underrated place. If I had to pick a city that didn't have an NBA team to live in, like off top, I think that would be it. Central time zone. Like, that's as far as the southern hospitality extends, too. Like, when I lived there, the people were, like, legit nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know, dog. I mean, like, New Orleans. Yeah, but you know what? Go ahead. It's pretty nice down in Louisiana. They are. I don't know. They are. I'll give you that. And they got and they got a they got an NBA team. 
But all that fucking rain, man. Hurricane. I can't. Tr- yeah, I can't trust the. I can't trust the fucking weather. Out yeah. that out that vintage. Can't trust the weather. I mean, shit. Yeah, we saw Katrina. We saw it. We saw how that went. Yeah. Now, we saw how that. Really, went. How far? How far is? How far is Nashville from New Orleans? It's like six uh, hours. Is it? It's like five or six hours. I think. I really don't know. Let's take it to the internet. Uh, no, I don't want a flight. I don't want a flight. Uh, it's an eight eight and a half hour drive. Shit, no way. That's what, uh, La Google Maps says. You need to update that. I need to. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. (laughs) No, you need to update that, dog. That's funny. Uh, what were you going to say though, man? Go ahead, man. I interrupted you with, with your point and whatnot. Uh, no, I mean, no, just motherfuckers are nice as hell down there in, in Louisiana. Mm. But, I mean, for everybody we've seen at least, I mean. True, 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 true. They'll tell you where you got your shoes. Shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I told you that motherfucker came up, like it wasn't him, but it was, it was another dude. Mm. Came up to me when I was down there like last year. Saying the same shit. Bruh. They can spot a tourist. Said, nah, 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 buddy. Uh-uh. Got him on my feet, buddy. <laughs> he said, fuck. <laughs> I said, fucking ain't right. <laughs> Not running this game on me, bucko. He said, y'all got me about four or five years ago. Yep. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. You didn't, you didn't even have leather boots on, bro. You had suede's on. They I'm fucked your shit up. Saying, <laughs> I'm sick, dude. The South. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this shit is good for vacations, and that's it. And even then, yeah. the North One, ladies and gentlemen, the North One. Okay, <laughs> it's a little cold. So what? We're at least not like hidden about our racism. North oh, man. Yeah, dude, I don't even fucking like going to fucking Florida, bro. I've only been to Florida a couple times. Mm, By the end of the trip, there. it's like, give me the fuck out of here. This <laughs> fucking place. It, rain, it rains every fucking, every 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Hotter than shit. I'm a big dude. <laughs> got long hair and shit. You know what I'm saying? This shit ain't, uh-uh. This shit ain't for me, huh? Yo. Fuck no. Mm-mm-mm. They can't drive in Miami either. I've been in that traffic. That's crazy. I don't need no parts of that. I wouldn't mind to check out Miami. I got I got a homie that lives up in northern Florida. Oh fuck. <laughs> you live with Florida, man. No, man. man he lives down there in Miami. Yeah. Or like Tampa or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, my homie, yeah. my homie lives in the same town that uh, Winter Skinner's from, bud. <laughs> So he was born wrapped in a rebel flag, basically. Hell yeah, bub. Yo, jeez, <laughs> bub. Yo, the motherfucker said that shit on the regs down here. Bub. One, one of the one of the girls I work with, she like answers the phone, shit. Hey, bub, how you doing? What can I get you, bub? <laughs> <laughs> Bubby, they call they call like the 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 youngest son, Bubby. <laughs> Bubby. <laughs> 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 I 
Bubby. Nah, I can't marry a white woman. I don't know, man. Crazy. I don't know where else to go now, man. I'm trying to think. I don't know where else to go. We might have to just we might have to call it. <laughs> might just have to rip it up, dude. We gotta rip it up, man. What in the fuck, man? The North won. I don't care. The North <laughs> won. Uh, I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 103 of the Hard Camera THC. C-I-I-I, and I am your guy, your guy, Jew. J-U-V, just under my visual, just under your visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, as always. <clears throat> Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Blade Runners. Big Ren, let him know I can reach you on the social medias, my guy. You got it, my man. You motherfuckers, y'all want to find me on social medias? Look me up on Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a. Then y'all motherfuckers can also find me up on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it out. No doubt, hit me on Twitter and the instant grams. At Juvie Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Run the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thought it? Live coverage, live witticisms, little whatnot, little here to forth, little et cetera, and a whole lot of things of that nature. But above all else, you're listening on a variety of different places. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker, some are listening on Radio Public, wherever you're listening. Tell somebody you love, they'll tell somebody they like about this heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that started in the North, content, (laughs) fucking A right, (laughs) content that hopefully help us pay our bills. Ew. We, we just friend. lost all our all our southern fans. <laughs> Fuck it, man. We got Australia still. So hell, hell. The yeah. down under. Fucking, fucking, fucking a. Yeah, <laughs> fucking a on the Barbie. Uh, big Ren. Kind of a jam packed episode. We had a uh, NXT Takeover Vengeance Day. Uh, before we dig into the uh, the, the recap of the card, let's talk about how we did on the card. Big Ren went three for five, taking his total to 74 out of 118 matches, 62.71%. You got Jew went an astonishing three for five, uh, taking his numbers to 72 out of 118 matches, 61.01%. Uh, Big Ren, man, before we break down the card, what did you think of the entire card itself? It was, it was a whole lot better than we made it sound like it was going to be on our previous show. It was a slapper, wasn't it? They they delivered. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know what, it was kind of exactly what we thought it was. Like, we weren't excited for it, but we knew it would deliver. Yeah. And that and, motherfucker I mean, came through. More, I mean, like, I didn't think some of the matches were going to be as good as they were, and then I didn't think some matches were as good as I thought they were going to be. I'll give you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's dig into that. You know what? I, I like how you put that. 
Match of the night. What was your match of the night? That's easy. That was main event. I feel you. I feel you. I'll be honest, man. I could even make the case for three matches. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to go with the main event, but, you know, Johnny Gargano and Kushida, big time slaps. And uh, MSK versus the grizzled young veterans. That, that, was, that one just didn't hit right for me. Didn't hit right for you. Okay. Huh. That was my least favorite match. Really? Let's start there. Let's start there. Tell me about it. What was about it? I mean, may- maybe I missed something. Mm. I don't know, but it just wasn't. It just wasn't hitting for me. Really, really. Yeah. Was like, it too slow? Like, too. It was like it. I think it was just too slow. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, the Grizzle Young Veterans won me over that match. Like they won me over yeah. completely. Um, I need to. I I think it's, it's Zach Gibson and James Drake. I believe. Um, I think Zach Gibson is the is, is the uh, the bald gentleman who who does the, all the promos. Um, he can talk his ass off. He can talk. Um, they're like I need to go back and watch that one again. They 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 won me over. They're like the revival. They're like a British version of the revival with a little more charisma and a little more a little more flair. Like the charisma in 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 the way that Gibson delivers his promos. A lot more charisma. And then James Drake kind of adds a little more flair in his look. And, you know, he he, knocked, he can do that 450 off the top, which was gorgeous. Um, but at the heart of it, they're a little more – little more, they're, they're more of a grounding technical team. They just got a little more flair. I like them. I'm, I'm, they, they won me over that match. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and check that one out then. Yeah. MSK, I am uh, – how I want to put it. I like the I, I like the flippy dudes. I like that Nash Carter flipped from you know regular flippy dude guy to guy who will beat some ass. I like the story that they were telling. You no, know, they you know he did it for his father. Who you know rest in peace. Um, there's something about the whole like. How do I want to put it? They're in the vein of like the Rockers, the Young Bucks. Um, the young, cute, flippy do tag team that throws me off uh-huh. a little bit, and they're a little corn. They're a little corn, but some, some uh, and I think one of the takeaways that I took away from not to interrupt you. Yeah, you good? Keep but on. was just was like the, the choreographed shit. Yeah, and I think that's what I think that's why I didn't like it as much as much as it was just big. I mean. It, I mean, I, I like the big spots. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a bit too much. I feel you. I feel you. I don't like Wes Lee's name. Um, but the boy can fly around. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, really? Um, but the boy can fly. Um, it's almost ricochet-ish. Um, who said what? What's the fuck? Where's he been at? Uh, yeah. I yeah. I feel like been in a while. Bruh, yeah, he got logged down with the whole retribution thing. Um, yeah, man, I don't know, I don't know. We'll see where this team is going. Clearly, they're on the rise. MSK uh, taking the victory. They'll be facing uh, Lorcan and Birch in a couple weeks, March third. Yes, yep. March third. 
Um, looks like NXT and AEW, they're putting together competing shows for March 3rd. Uh, they definitely they're looking, are. They're looking to stack the cards, both cards. Um, absolutely. Um, I'll tell you which one. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Revolution's the 7th, right? Revolution's the 7th. Okay, yeah. Sunday. Sunday. And they're they they yeah, they're putting together two yeah two big cards so they got lots a lot to live up to. Um, I'll tell you which match didn't really do it for me, and and I'll be honest I'll be honest. So I couldn't see the show live, and when I got home that night I was I was gonna watch the show, but then I got caught up. You ever see The Great Gatsby? I've never seen it. It's pretty good, man. Pretty good. I know the story. Yeah. So I got emotionally invested in watching Great Gatsby. And then I started uh, NXT and, and fell asleep. So I watched it the oh, next day. That'll happen. That happens sometimes, right? Um, that was my fourth show in six days. And third show in three days. Um, so I woke up the next day. I was like, yeah, let's watch it now. And I wasn't really excited for the match on card anyway. But it was a triple threat match for the Women's Championship. So I kind of skipped through the match, to be honest. I didn't do I didn't do it the best service. It felt like the most telegraph ending to me. So I'm almost oh, yeah. really not even qualified to talk about the match, to be honest. Uh, the table? I saw it on WrestleBotch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's a fucking fantastic account. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I saw it on WrestleBotch. Uh, Tony Storm's cool ass. Uh, look, like she didn't know what to do. No. Um, I will say this, and I'll let you talk about the match. Um, Io Shirai and that moonsault will just go any old kind of way, won't it? Mm-hmm. Mm, <laughs> just any old kind of way, as long as she flips off the top. I seen that and said, what the fuck? Like, like she got caught in, like, a invisible tightrope. Bro, deal. that leg, listen, when she came up clutching her knee, uh, Mercedes came up clutching her knee, I was like, Mm, okay. Makes you wonder if it was a, a sped up finish. Dude, I think that was the intended finish. She's just not hitting that shit right. Yeah. I mean, that reminds me of how she almost killed Rhea Ripley. You know what I'm saying? That was, Back my, in June. Uh, that was my second least favorite match of the night. I hear you. So. I hear you. Talk to me about the match itself. You know, you, you did catch it all. Any any um, highlights, lowlights? It, like... I mean, it it just wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, and and I, and, I, and I feel bad whenever whenever you ask me these questions. Like it's like I I ain't got too much to say about them. Sometimes you know there wasn't much to it. I feel like yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Io Shirai. The the worst thing about the NXT Women's Division. Is the championship storylines right now? <laughs> I mean, t- Tony came up and beat her ass during that photo shoot yeah. last week. I saw that boot. <laughs> I seen that boot to the face. <laughs> ah, she she put a lot behind that boot. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. She she cool. Um, it yeah. Like we'll talk about Raquel and Dakota here in a second, but you know. That's warming up the 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 women's tag team championship. Zia Lee is on the verge of some decent. Um, Blackheart and Moon they had a, a decent little match with the way. 
it's like, yeah, everything not surrounding the women's championship has been a highlight for the NXT women's division. Um, yes. Which is definitely a great thing. And, you know, you're building up these women for when they can challenge for the title. Um, but the Io Shirai matches lately, they just kind of seem a little, you know, they're just like there. Whenever she changed character, back when she first changed character, she was pretty tight. It was lit. But now it's kind of just getting like, there. there is no storyline to them. Mm-mm. At all, Mm-mm. so I mean, like, what are we even like? What are we building for? Mm-hmm. There's nothing to build. I mean, and honestly, I could see her losing it here sooner than later. I picked Zia Lee last uh, last go round. Yeah, well, that was my choice for uh, the the person taking the Candice LeRae. I thought that was gonna be it. I thought it was really gonna be it, and maybe still later on she'll get her run. But Zia Lee is 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 a uh, is they they're positioning her as a force. Oh yeah, a force. So fucking with the Shang Tsung. Fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you, yeah, you see? I released some uh, some posters. I did not. Mm-hmm. I did not. I'm about to check it. Out. <laughs> I'm about to check it out. Word, word, word. Um, Zaylee is about to murk Casey Cananzaro next week. Um, she'll have to take on. You know, she'll have to. She'll have to get past somebody with a little, little, little more prestige to the name here soon. Maybe and maybe that'll just be in the form of a number one contenders match or battle royal, however they do it. But I think Zia Lee's up next, man. Yeah, that's the one to watch for. So yeah, we'll see. Um, speaking of the women's division, what did you think about the women's Dusty Cup final? You predicted it correctly. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez taking it over Blackheart Moon. You got I mean- it to the moon. I mean, and like, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and honestly, like, it, it kind of sealed it for me when I was watching this past week of NXT. Whenever Nia and Shayna came out, I seen yeah. them four facing off. I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. Like, because I mean, uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi, they're gonna they're gonna have a little feud with the way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm 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 100 fine with that too. Right. I think that fits. Yeah. I think we're noticing a few things here. So if we, I'll go backwards. So I think Raquel and Dakota are gonna beat Shayna and I, and I think the women's tag team championship is gonna be more of an NXT focus. Um, you've got the women's Dusty Cup, of course. So they put together sixteen teams. Sixteen was it? Sixteen teams or eight teams? Eight teams of sixteen women. Either way, right? Mad teams, enough to do a tournament. So they, ain't got got, that, they ain't got that on the, the main roster. They don't, right? They don't. So we've got The Way. We've got Casey and Caden. Uh, Casey and Caden. We've got Blackheart Moon. We've got Raquel and Dakota. So I noticed during the match, and I'll, uh, there were a couple, like, some of the moves didn't connect. Like, you could tell, like, there was a certain boot to the face that didn't really hit the face, and the camera caught all of it. Um, Shotzi Blackheart is very Lita-esque in her daredevilness. But oh, there'd be there'd be flashes of when Lita would do stuff. It felt like she was just doing stuff. Don't make that face at me. I know what you're about to do. Uh there it is. Yes. It's been a few weeks, man. The Ren Pissing segment. It's been a few weeks. We had guests over. Yeah. Still, yeah. I don't know if you've done this in the hundreds at all. 
first one. First one. First one hundred. CHC one hundred three. Um, but in that match, I noticed as well they kind of flipped up the formula. Like Dakota Kai was playing like the babyface in peril. Yeah. And like she got killed. Yeah. Like they kind of flipped it up, and so they were playing the heels, but also you know the babyface aspect. But this past Wednesday, I think that was the full three-quarter babyface turn in that promo against Nia and Shayna. Dakota Kai is like, listen, I'm not the girl I once was, and I'll kick your fucking head off, bitch. <laughs> and Raquel was like, bitch, I'll stick my foot so far up your hole, bitch. Right? Um... I'm so over that. I'm so over this whole thing. Did you see uh, what King tweeted? No. What did he say? Oh fuck! Uh, he was driving in Memphis and he seen like a like a hole in the sky, like a cloud. Jeez. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he tagged her in it. Oh jeez. There it is. And she said, "I think she said, it's winking." Wow. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. Something about Nia Jax bothers me. I thought that was your girl, dude. Yeah, like two years ago. <laughs> then she started bothering me. There was there were two things that bothered me. Like the whole like my whole thing is like Yeah, it's comedic, but I'd be a little pissed off if I was like Vince McMahon, the showrunner. It was very like Doing it for the sake of trying to be funny and getting herself over. Like, yeah, it was her selling what happened, but it was also like very self-serving. But I mean, it wasn't like wasn't that funny. I mean, it was funny. It wasn't that funny, right? But then also there was something on NXT that happened. What? Ha- oh, oh. Dakota Kai said something about she was introducing. Naya to Raquel and she said something about Naya being big and you could tell that that line was supposed to be like a line and Naya kind of just like didn't sell it well enough for me it was very huh what's new (laughs) yeah so the response was kind of self-serving in that so I'm kind of interested in how this match will go I think we'll get new tag champs, but I'm, I'm wondering. I'm interested in how this match will go. Hopefully, they split them up. Nia and Shayna. And and it sucks that even saying that, just because the fucking the whole women's women's tag team division on the quote unquote main roster mm-hmm. is so lacking right now. I feel it. But well, they won't need. I, I think, like I said, this will be an NXT project. We won't see too many tag teams on Raw and SmackDown. I don't think. No. Just, yeah, just get back to a good singles division. Yeah, the women's division, you know, and minus I mean, whale. I mean, because Ric Flair. I mean, I mean, you've seen the shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not laughing at. It. I'm laughing at your face. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah well, what, really, a, what a time for her. The, yeah, they're I writing. Mean, they're she, writing the shit out that angle, huh? Man. And I get it because they they had to. Because of the, you know, and the congratulations to Lacey Evans and um, 
You saw the meme or who her husband looks like. Oh, I didn't see that. I'm going to shoot you that meme. Uh, he he said... Wrestling memes, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to have to. It said, it, uh, it said that uh, why does Lacey Evans' husband look like somebody tried to draw Johnny Gargano? <laughs> and it does. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I see this one. So I'm going to shoot that over. Congratulations to the Evanses. Um... But yeah, so moving forward, speaking of Johnny Gargano, he put on a slapper with Kushida. Man. <laughs> I mean, I guess he is, he is Johnny Takeover. He is. You know, but. Uh, they did well just, building that match, man. The match and the build up to the match and, and making me like, oh, who's going to take it? But yeah. And like, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm just tired of Johnny Gargano. Mm, really? Yeah. What? It's like, maybe he needs to turn turn face again, I don't what? know. What? No, this is too soon. Nah. Not Johnny Takeover. I don't know, dude, like. What I'm is it about not, him? I don't, dude, I just, like, dude. He's just doing a good job at shit that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good at his job, you hate him. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Like, I totally thought Kushida was going to take that shit. Yeah. I mean, like, why, like, and, and not even, like, and I'm just, all I'm saying is, like, for why not, but, like, seriously, like, why not? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they obviously have, like, Austin Theory's a fucking idiot. Yes. Well, like, I can't blame him for being an idiot. I mean, he got chloroform ragged to the face. He did. He did get <laughs> subdued. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did get subdued. <laughs> subdued. And may, I mean, and that's the man. I blame Dexter fucking Loomis then for fucking Kushida losing. <laughs> Wait, walk me through that. Because if he wouldn't have fucking done that, well, no, this is after. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Johnny Takeover winning on his own merits. That was good, man. And it made Kushida look strong. Like, it took two of the one final beat DDTs, and one of them was on that ramp. So, it definitely made Kushida look good. Yeah. Kushida was busting ass, man. A um, lot of great counters to their finishing moves. Um, you know, countering into the hoverboard lock, out of the hoverboard lock, out of the uh, Gargano escape. That was good. I really liked it. Yeah, I liked Kushida better if he would have won. <laughs> I feel it, man. Uh, Kushida, he uh, of course had a had a victory against Tyler Rust on NXT, kind of a, a rebuild victory, but kept Tyler Rust strong. He didn't give up. Uh, Malcolm Bivens submitted for him, protecting his investment. Um, Bronson Reed, who I you'll have to sell me. They'll have to sell me on him. I don't get it. Um, kind of uh, wants to. He wants a shot at the North American Champion. Dexter Loomis is is looming around the corner. He's creeping. Uh, they found Austin Theory. Um, Swerve Scott mentioned you know the NXT North American Championship. He he he's got a beef with Leon Ruff formulating after he's taking that. that dude, tonight, you said what? Say it again. He fucking hurt that dude tonight. He did. My he did. It wasn't nice. It really wasn't. It wasn't nice at all. It's very rude. 
Um, so, North American Championship got some, you know, got some, got some upcoming challenges, man. Some, some takers. Um, but yeah, man, the the main event, um, match of the night. Before we get to the after happenings, um, let's talk about the match itself, man. Talk to me about it. Oh, Finn ripped that fucking mouthpiece out and booted his fucking head to the yep. fucking moon. To the moon. I mean, yeah, those, those, those are probably two of the hardest-hitting dudes up in NXT right now. Dude, this Finn Reigns? The fucking motherfucker's nickname is the Bruiser Way. <laughs> the Bruiser Way. Yeah, yeah. And, and if your name's Finn, like, you gotta be a hard-ass. Because <laughs> you've been getting fucked with all your life. Just saying. That's funny. Dude, this was, uh, I was gonna say, this Finn title reign... It's hampered by the fact that there are no fans, but match quality and this character of Finn, it's it's a completely different reign than his first record-breaking reign. Um, I'm gonna have to put those side by side. Like they're this. Listen, man, he's he's putting up numbers. Oh yeah, putting up numbers. The only thing that I think, like one of the biggest parts that I think that's like it's not the biggest part. It actually it might well. Besides having no fans, mm-hmm. is him having to take off after that Kyle O'Reilly match. I think that hurt him just a little bit with his reign. I feel you. You think so? Tell me about I it. I think just a little bit. I mean, just because he wasn't on TV as much. Yeah. And, and NXT is just more underground. Like, the, the champ is, should be there at least every other week, almost, I feel like, personally. Mm-hmm. Okay. But... No, I think like I don't know. I just feel like it hurt it a little bit just because he wasn't on as much, and, and and maybe it was good though too because we were all wondering are they yeah. going to strip him after the yeah true enough true. Here's why I kind of like it because I mean it it's created a story for Finn right. So like oh. of course he I mean he beat he beat Colorado with a busted jaw, and now it's like an in it's an intricate story of every big title defense. So like True. the the rematch with Kyle, how's the jaw? Um, this match with with Pete Dunne, the Bruiser weight, how's the jaw? Right, let him, and so there's always the jaw, and then how Pete goes right for the fingers, stomp them fingers out. Um, dude, this was um this was a slow, technical, hard hitting. It had a little bit of everything except high flying. Finn's not really a high flyer. This is a Garcia Vega. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you got the outer layer of the initial technical aspect, and then you dig a little underneath, and it became a fucking, a fucking hard hitting brawl. Like, yeah, this was good. This had a little bit of everything, man. This had a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, I'm rolling, man. Of course, made look, made Pete look great. Made Pete look great. Even after the match was over, like his finger guns, he couldn't even make the guns. Because his fingers were all mangled. His fingers were like mine. <laughs> Is that shit going to heal, by the way? Bro, I got no idea, uh, Oh, my God. <laughs> like, that looks, suck, that looks crazy. <laughs> that looks crazy. Um, And then, you know, listen, man. Uh, stop doing that, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> please. Please, please stop. <laughs> Yo, um, but then, man, you know we've uh, we've talked about this. 
We have seen this coming for months and months and months and wondered when they would pull the trigger. Um, we knew that Adam Cole was not going to be taking the background role. He was not going to take a backseat. Um, super kick to Finn. Super kick to Kyle. Roddy Strong stuck in the middle like, yo, what the fuck? What's up with my bros? What's up? That's up? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? That's our bro, bro. Um, That's our bro, bro. Bro, bro. Um, damn, man. The UE looks to be no more. Especially after this past Wednesday. Do, yeah. And let's take it there, too. Six-man tag. Finn, Kyle, and Roddy Strong against uh, Dunn, Lorkin, and Birch. And uh, he came and gave him the brain buster on steel stairs, dog. Oh, he fucked himself up, though, too. Did you see that? Bruh. Bruh. Who's hurt? Yeah. Yeah. And then came and held the NXT title in the air, the title that uh, he feels is his. <sighs> Listen, man. Reinvigorated. Reinvigorated. This is making me feel like Bobby Fish is going to be out for a, an extended period of time. Bro. <laughs> How do you come back? Like, what do you do now as Bobby Fish? Like, like y'all got to have a fucking Zoom call to figure I'm this shit out. I'm saying, right? <laughs> You know, dude, is is Strong and Fish, are they are they the tag team now? Because Strong can go by himself. Kyle O'Reilly can clearly go by himself. This creates so many lanes for this entire group. I, mean, I was thinking, like, after, after TakeOver, I was thinking, oh, fuck, maybe Kyle and Finn team up. But, like, now it's kind of like, I don't, I don't know. Dude. I mean, clearly we've got an Adam and Finn match coming, but clearly we've got a an Adam and Kyle O'Reilly match coming. Um, I've mentioned this before a while ago. They had a they've had a series of matches in Ring of Honor. Yeah, go watch those. Oh, I'm sure they're fucking top notch. Kyle O'Reilly literally knocked Adam's Cole Adam Cole's tooth out of his mouth. Fantastic. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> fucking stupendous. Whoops, yes. They had a series of matches. <laughs> yes. They had a series of matches in ROH. And now that they're much more seasoned and they've established Kyle O'Reilly as a legit singles wrestler, go watch. Go watch. Whatever they're going to do now. There's a series of matches that we've seen Finn and we've seen Finn and Kyle. We gotta see Finn and Adam for real. We gotta see Adam and Kyle. We gotta see the triple threat match. We gotta see what Roddy thinks, what Bobby Fish thinks. Next week's episode of Dragon Ball Z is gonna be crazy. <laughs> Son! No, I'm fucking Son. I'm looking forward to what they got cooking up for us right now with those those five motherfuckers. Or yeah. And where does Dunn, Lorkin, and Birch end up? Is that done with? It can't be. Dude. Like, I feel like they're, they're, like, 
they're setting up some WrestleMania caliber shit Bro. right now. Gotta commend this long-term storytelling. Yeah. And I feel like NXT does it better than the WWE does, so... You know, you saying that actually brought up something I was going to mention, kind of to change courses a little bit. Um, I saw a post recently that said NXT is better at storytelling than AEW. And that NXT is more about the storytelling and AEW is more about the high-impact moments. And at first, I didn't, I, I didn't have a rebuttal. Something in my heart just disagreed. But I didn't have a rebuttal for it. But now I think I do have a rebuttal for it. But before I get there, what do you think about the idea? I don't necessarily agree with it. Because mm-hmm. I, I think AEW has... They let their stories unfold better, I feel like. And, yeah, they do have them fucking high-impact moments. Right. You know, I mean, just the... Different style, different matches, you know. I mean, the the unsanctioned matches and shit like that, you know. And that was kind of the point that they were making. They were saying that you know the the highlights of AEW are like the unsanctioned match, um, the the matches with a little more flair to them. But like, but like, they could like I don't know. Are they saying the big payoff, but just using? High impact instead of the big payoff matches. I think they're talking about moments like Sting arriving, um, Shaquille O'Neal, um, the moments, the high moments, and then like the matches with like the stipulations. Okay. I mean, I, I still think AEW is doing it better, but I mean, well. My, I think my disagreement is realizing is is where they said that that NXT was more about the storytelling because I don't think that's true. NXT, I mean, listen, we that we've been playing. Listen, we not only just the UE like we've been talking about for months, but you know the story with like uh, Tommaso Ciampa and and Timothy Thatcher, right? That that was building to a story. Um, the, the entire story of Finn's run as champion, um, the stories that they're telling, right? But AEW. They've got the Kenny Omega Young Buck story. They've got, um, I just had it and then blinked out. Sting ever since every Sting, Sting and Darby, pretty Ricky, what they call him, right? Adam um, Page and Matt Hardy. Once Adam Page got out of a tag team, he was. They waited a few weeks to refresh the character. He was immediately in the story with Dark Order, and then he's like, nah. And then Matt Hardy latched onto him. And he got attacked, and then Dark Order came to save him. So right when you thought the Dark Order story was done, the Dark Order Adam Page story is still going. That's long-term storytelling. Um, Miro, I mean, he's the best man. We'll see what kind of story he gets gets into next. But, like, there are stories there. I think the difference is, though, AEW, again, we've made the comparisons to old WCW. But... They also have to create these high-impact moments to present themselves as a viable company. We've only been going for like a year and a half. A year and a half, right? So they got the great TV deal. They, They have to let people, they have to make these moments to create more eyes. So Shaq, The Good Brothers, uh, Sting, 
all of the high impact moments are also blending into the matches, right? I'll watch that Young Bucks Omega Page match multiple times over and over. The pack, uh, I keep saying pack, I like saying pack, whatever comes out of my mouth. Um, Pac and Orange Cassidy had a great build and had a, had a short build, which was within a larger story, but had a great match. Kenny Omega and Pac, the Iron Man match, great match. Um, so they have the matches, but the moments are to present themselves as a viable company. So I think that's where I kind of disagree with the logic there, even though that was, you know, a great point initially. Yeah, no. No, yeah, I, I, I think AEW's doing a better job. Mm. And, and, I'm not, and I'm not trying to take away anything from NXT, because mm-hmm. I think they're doing a whole lot better job I feel than whatever else we've got on TV, you know. And we talked for a while about how it felt like NXT, initially, when they, when they went uh, live weekly, on Wednesdays, it felt like they kind of lost, like they had lost their footing a little bit, lost their identity, and I think they're getting that back now while still building new names. But um, I think there's a little bit more of a focus with AEW. I know AEW has its critiques, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, and I've seen it more than one place. You know, Devin mentioned it a couple weeks back, but I've seen it more than one place that, you know, AEW is all about Cody Rhodes. Um, but... You know how, you know, Sting was the face of WCW, face of TNT. Maybe Cody Rhodes is trying to slide into that role. He's the son of Dusty, but he has his own charisma. He's literally part of the TBS, was it the big show, the Go Big show? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think he's, he's, he's creating that crossover there. Um, we'll see how this pans out, man. There's so much. There's, there's, yeah, it's an interesting story every week, no matter what's going on. So, congrats to them. They're having a little baby girl. Yeah, Cody and Brandon. No. What you uh? What you think about that powerbomb Sting took to the, on Wednesday? <sighs> Listen, he sold it well. He sold I, I it. Think that's the only. I think that's the only live shit we're gonna see out of him. I don't think we're gonna see it too often. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That shit's sketchy, dude. Dude, listen, because Brian Cage will powerbomb a motherfucker, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, fuck, I, 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 when I seen it go, I was, when I seen him going up, I said, "Oh fuck, man. yeah, man." And I like that he was willing because I mean, you got to get heat. You got to get heat on your baby face. Like, he probably wanted to do it. Oh, I'm sure, absolutely. He wasn't yeah. gonna go in there and just dominate, dominate the heels, and just do a cinematic match like they, they built it. So hey, hey. Sting would have to like wet his hair or something. That shit is yeah, no. Get get rid of the fucking the hairspray and just wet that shit. Look, dog. Just wet that shit because that shit looking mad crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> mad fifty eight years old. Um, yeah, or however old he is. But uh, yeah, so to add a little intrigue to the street fight coming up in a couple weeks. So uh, yeah, I was like, Sting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we didn't talk about Sammy Guevara leaving the inner circle too much. Um, hyped about that. Yeah. Yeah. I like the little subtle, I don't think this is something we've ever talked about, but like the, you know how AEW has the two, the two entrance ramps, portals. Um, it was something they used to do back, back, back in the day for WCW. You had the one side at the heels come out and one side at the baby faces come out of. 
And when Sammy Guevara left the inner circle, did you see him hesitate? And then go to the right side. And then went to the right side, the babyface portal, cementing the babyface turn, right? I thought that was a cool little touch. Um, Sammy and MJF, that's got money on it. Oh, yeah. That's got money. Sammy and Chris, is money on paper. We'll see how the match goes. Yeah, Chris has got to perform on that one. We ain't got nothing to worry about with Sammy. Sammy's, Sammy's hungry. Sammy's yeah. hungry. And, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, we'll see how this goes, man. So... Storytelling. Storytelling on both sides of the fence. But uh, let's push forward, man, because not only did we have the NXT TakeOver Vengeance breakdown, we have the Elimination Chamber 2021 coming up this Sunday. So uh, initially, of course, Oscar versus Lacey Evans was announced. They haven't announced any kind of replacement as uh, Lacey Evans is uh, real-life pregnant. She's pregnant behind the curtain, not just on screen. Um, so that match has been X'd out. We'll see what they do there. Not too many matches actually announced thus far. Of course, this will drop before SmackDown tonight, so maybe we get more announcements. But as of now, we've got uh, three and a half matches uh, announced for the card. Uh, so just taking these three matches, man. What, what do you think about the card initially, just on paper? Uh, I thought it was kind of sloppy. Mm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not excited that Drew's in the Elimination Chamber. Really? Yeah. I think they could have had a fucking. I think they could have had a great match with Sheamus and Drew. Mm-hmm. Separately. Yeah. You know. You think maybe they save it for Fastlane? They probably will. I think so. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I think we just gave away our pick for that match. But, hey, we'll talk about it. We'll talk it through. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk it through. Um, yeah, you know, the, I mean, the Chamber is always going to produce some moments. Um, but, no, I wouldn't they say that I'm there. They got Kofi, right? They got Kofi. I wouldn't say that I'm exactly excited. Um, but it's going to produce some moments. It won't be a bad show at all. It's gonna be. I might. I might have to catch that one on Monday, dog. <laughs> oh I'm yeah. Getting back on Sunday. You're getting back that Sunday. Okay, got you. Got you. Got you. No doubt. No doubt. Well, let's start here, man. Um, there's been some rumors that Keith Lee might not be involved in this match. There might be some happenings. I don't like to follow the rumor mill too, too much, but I, you know, it's something to address, I suppose. But for now, it's still announced. Triple threat match for the United States title. We've got Bobby Lashley, the big man. My man, the CEO of the Hurt Business, the big man, Bobby Lashley, taking on Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. I refuse to drop his first name. Um, how's this going, man? Talk to me about it. Got Matt Riddle taking this motherfucker. A word. New champ. Yes. Talk to me Matt through. Matt Riddle's been getting almost decapitated every fucking week by <laughs> big Bobby Lashley. Yeah, 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 yeah. How much is this man going to take? I feel like. I feel that. I feel that. You know, he might have to put the put the blunt down for a little bit. <laughs> get up in there and get after. I, I swear Matt Riddle is RVD's son. <laughs> Yo. I feel like Matt Riddle doesn't smoke blunts unless he's in a room with one of the homies who smoke blunts. I feel like he either rolls J's. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he, if he has. Blunts. Yeah. He's probably using, like, glass. But he probably, if he had to roll something up, it was probably J's. But I feel like he uses glass or apples. 
apples. Or yeah, I'm saying glass apples are like aluminum cans. If he, if he, oh if he, man, don't go that low. Listen, <laughs> if there's nothing around, I'm sure he'll just take this Red Bull and make some, make a go of it. Bro, we used to make these all the time back Bro. in the day. <laughs> For real, man. I'm sure, yeah, that boy just seems handy. Like, he'll go through any lengths to, to make his shake. Um, this, You know what? This does seem like a prime match for Bobby Lashley to lose but not lose. Damn. Because, listen, I say by SummerSlam, we're going to get a title reign from Bobby Lashley. I'm fine with that. I think he's going to actually win it. Come SummerSlam. But that's what, six months away, so we gotta start that build. Um while I do th- this is I mean, of course again a prime example he could lose without losing. I'm gonna go with Bobby Lashley. I'm gonna go with Bobby retaining. Maybe we eventually get maybe this is a way for us to shuffle Matt Riddle out of the US title contention. I feel like eventually we'll get Bobby Lashley and Keith Lee a proper one on one feud. Um, in which maybe Keith Lee wins the title from from Bobby Lashley um, in a hard hitting affair, which is you know a deserved way for Bobby Lashley to lose the title. He's not just gonna lose to anybody. Not gonna let he can't lose on no fucking fluke roll up. Um, and then Keith Lee, a large you know large baby face, but also he can whenever he loses the title, he can lose by shenanigans because he's a baby face. So. Yeah, man. I think Lashley holds on to it, and uh, we 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 keep the build going. I mean, maybe maybe he loses it at Mania, um, but yeah, I think we keep the build going. I would love to see Lashley in the, in the Elimination Chamber. Oh, that's what I want to ask you. I meant to write this down. Um, yeah, I'll ask you now. Uh, shout out to Devin and 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 the team over at uh, Clark Street Wrestling, um, the Facebook page, Clark Street Wrestling Talk Group. Their question was, uh, pick two NXT stars, two Raw stars, two SmackDown stars uh, that can't be no champions, though, and put them in the Mission Chamber match. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to take that question. I'm going to flip it up a little bit. It's a little hard to choose because I'm, I'm, I'm just putting it on you, uh, Pauls, uh, putting you on the spot. If you could pick any six guys for your dream Elimination Chamber match, any division? Like any... Any six of any mix and match, any division, any era, any six. Any era, too. Fuck, dog. Yeah, I know. I Yeah, I should have I said this to you early. Stone Cold. Who else? Macho Man. Mmm, okay. Ultimate Warrior. Hmm. Undertaker. Which era taker? Now I'm just being picky. I'm just being messy now. 2001. Badass taker. I feel it. Wait, what am I at? Five? Uh, four. Um, John Moxley. Hmm. Nice. Daniel Omega. Well, fuck, he's a champion. Never mind. Well, no, you can, no. That's for our question. Anybody you want. Oh, anybody Kenny you Omega. want. Kenny Omega. That would be kind of tight. Interesting. Wow. Two like small dudes going to three other big ass dudes. Yeah. Dudes. That's kind of decent. I like that. And then brawling ass Stone Cold. 
crazy ass Randy Savage, wild ass Ultimate Warrior, badass Taker, crazy ass John Mosley, and then the purest who can do it all, Kenny Omega. I like that. That's a good win. I'm picking. So you've had all day to marinate on this one. And actually, so. I just I just thought of this because I've been so um, hating Houston. Um, I'm picking 97 Shawn Michaels. Heel Shawn, right around Hell in a Cell against Taker Shawn, who, who could fight, but will get his ass kicked, but can fight. Um, wow. What kind of match do I want to build? I need a big ass destroyer because I in the in the answer that I chose I put Bobby Lashley in there, but I don't know if I want to put Bobby in this one. But something someone along the lines of Bobby Lashley. Uh, let's go Brock Lesnar. <laughs> What's up? Ryback. Ryback. <laughs> yeah, feed him more. Um, yeah, ninety seven Sean. Let's go two thousand thirteen Brock Lesnar. Let's go. 1992 Sting. Let's go. Mm. What's up? Surf's fucking up. Surf up, bro. Wow, that's three, right? Yeah. Let's go with who else is tight? Let's go with Finn Balor. Like this current Finn Balor. Like tweener, badass. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who we got? We got 97 Song, 92 Sting, Lesnar. Would I go with Rock? Oh, Brock. You said Brock. Brock, Brock. The Rock wouldn't fan. be. The Rock wouldn't be a bad one. Um, I almost picked. Almost picked Rock. There's a lot of good styles in here. Let's go with. Nah, I almost thought Kurt Angle. Let's go with. Uh, because I don't want the segment to go too long. 2011 CM Punk. We'll go with Pipe Bomb Punk. And... Bum, 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 bum. This is very WWF heavy. But uh, let's just go with, like, John Cena. Can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with John Cena. He can fit into most eras. Huh. The Chamber. I might go play some video games. Um, yeah, man. That'd be a good little chamber, man. No doubt. But yeah, we can push forward, man, to the actual chamber for the WWE Championship. We've got Drew McIntyre defending against Sheamus, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, and Kofi Kingston. The Miz has dropped out in lieu of threatening to cash in his Money in the Bank contract. Talk to me, my guy. Uh, how you see this going? We got Sheamus as the last guy entering. And I think we kind of gave it away a little bit, but hey, whatever. Yeah, we definitely did. Um, I've got Drew winning this one. Mm-hmm. And fuck, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that he's going to be the fucking first motherfucker to enter. Too. Ooh, okay. Run through all the competition. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, I don't think Drew looks that good. Like, I don't think he's... I don't think he's as good as everybody is making him out to see. And mm. maybe I've been missing something. I don't think he's got the skills on the mic. I don't. I don't think his in-ring performance is that good. Yeah. So, and this is just me. But I fucking have him go in and start it off, and fucking finish that motherfucker. That'll fucking make him look. Yeah. You know, I'm. I, I'm not even mad at your take. Like, 
the buildup to Drew, like, listen, when he eliminated Brock at the Rumble, they went crazy. That was the fire shit he's done since he's been fucking champ. Bruh, they went crazy. Um, but yeah, you know, and the, the combination of no fans plus the feuds he's been involved in, they, they've been a little lackluster. They haven't been the best for his reign. Uh, I think we, this feels for me, I think we talked about this recently, but yeah, you know, the Randy Orton trilogy. Um, he had a short stint with Lashley, short stint with Seth Rollins, which those just kind of, you know, seem forgettable now. Um, I'm interested, I'm interested in seeing what he'll do with Sheamus. But yeah, you're kind of right. He didn't, and he never really had a, a, a true feud with AJ Styles because they they included the Miz, which I feel like was um, you know wasn't wasn't the best idea. Kind of just let them rock out. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at that take. I'm not mad at that take. Uh, who do you think he eliminates last? Sheamus. Sheamus. Well, no fuck. No, dude, I don't like. It can be Orton because then the fucking that feud will like continue. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm I'm backtracking. I'm, I'm going with Sheamus. Sheamus. Because yeah. that will continue that feud. Right, 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 right. And they'll figure out a way for Sheamus to be mad and and get the one on one match. Probably just by bitching out. Like ah, I should. It was supposed to be a one on. He already accepted a one on one match. Whatever, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna go with Sheamus too as the last guy eliminated. Um, do we get the return of the fiend? Where? In the chamber. You know the theatrics. Uh, I mean, fuck. (laughs) I don't know, bro. Yeah. Like this, like, I feel, I feel like it's been forever since we've seen him and like, I mean, keep, uh, yeah, they, he's got to be in a WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. And we keep seeing, you know, Alexa Bliss is still teasing it. Like, don't forget my boy. You did set him on fire. <laughs> you don't just forget that. Set my friend on fire. You, you set my boy on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, why is that nigga so mad at me? <laughs> set me on fire. So well, you did, set, you. you did set him on fire. Jeez. After well placed RKO, that's crazy. You set my friend on fire, my babe. Right, you did RKO me too, right? Don't forget that part. That's crazy. That's funny. I mean, I mean, I guess honestly, like this would be the best spot for him to come back because there is that outside of the fucking ring. Mm -hmm. And he's not he's not supposed to be able to get in, but he's the fiend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. I mean, yeah, give Randy Orton something else to keep doing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, like, you can't blow this off at Fastlane. No. This has um, to be WrestleMania. That has to be WrestleMania. I mean, you set him on fire. Well, no, they'll have a fucking match at Fastlane, and they'll have a fucking Firefly Funhouse match at WrestleMania. Mm. Boom. Write the fucking check. Write the check. Just like he did John Cena, and they'll do like a, a career retrospective of Randy Orton. Yes. Wow. Mm. I might what? go piss again. <laughs> you earned that piss. You earned that piss. 
Cut the check. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Oh, uh, what else we got? Um, who else is involved? Kofi. I mean, Kofi just feels like, you know, just hey, he's uh, he's a former champion. This is where Kofi Mania started last year. Put him in the put him in the chamber. Um, AJ Styles, listen, I'm still seeing Styles and Goldberg. Oh yeah, I'm seeing Styles and Goldberg. Um, who else is involved? Sheamus, we got that lined up. We don't know about that for Mania. Um, so that's what Styles, Orton, oh Jeff Hardy. Yeah. What can you say? <laughs> Styles is gonna get him up out of there quick. ASAP. Short feud at fast lane. Yeah, true. Um, let's keep it pushing, man. For the right to fight Roman Reigns later on that night, bars. Uh <laughs> can't write this. Uh Kevin Owens versus Cesaro versus Jay Uso versus Baron Corbin. Versus Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn. Talk to me. Daniel Bryan's going to be the first person in. Mm. The last person out. Mm. Who's taking it? Daniel Bryan. <laughs> okay, I thought you meant last man eliminated. Sorry. <laughs> my, what? My apologies. My apologies. I took that wrong. I, ste- I stepped on it. I stepped on it. This is kind of hard for me. Um, it's not going to be Baron Corbin. We have to get that. We have to get the Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns match. We you do. And yeah, because like legitimately, legitimately, it's probably going to be Edge and Roman Reigns yeah. at Mania. But also, whoever wins the chamber will be going in a disadvantage to Roman Reigns. And you have to kind of expect that, like, they'll lose, but, like, unfairly to where they get their own actual match. Um, it's not going to be Baron Corbin. It's not going to be Sami Zayn. It's not going to be Jey Uso. So it comes down to Owen, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. So I'm cool with all three of those, actually. I am not so cool with Kevin Owens. You really did earn that piss. Yeah, get it, bro. Hell yeah. Twice in one twice in one session. Please don't smile at me like that though. Um I'll look away. I'll look away. That's what I get for looking. I'm looking uh, at you while I piss. Yeah, please. Nice. <laughs> nice. Stage right up in here. Splashing that water. Um I'm not as cool with the Kevin Owens pick because that shit should have ended at Royal Rumble. Should have. I feel because again, because if Kevin Owens wins, then he'll lose to Roman Reigns, but he'll lose again under unfair circumstances, which means they'd have to have another match at Fastlane. True. And to me, they've squeezed all the juice out of this feud. Kevin Owens lost definitively in a last man standing match. Um, Cesaro. Newly turned babyface would provide a hell of a match with Roman Reigns. My goodness, a hell of a match with Roman Reigns. Um, I don't know. You know what? I just think they should give it to Daniel Bryan just because his fucking career is running down. 
I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. I actually hadn't chosen this match beforehand. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. Um, for the same reasons that I think it should be Daniel Bryan at Mania. Um, Cesaro, I think his babyface turn is too new. That's something they could do after Mania um, if he signs the contract, right? Um, he's also been busting Daniel Bryan's ass on SmackDown. So let Bryan get a little bit of comeuppance by, you know, beating him in the chamber. Um, I just think the story's there. So, yeah, whoever whoever fights Daniel Bryan, sorry, whoever fights Roman Reigns is going to get that match at Fastlane, too. So it's a great start to, to, to that mini feud. Um, I'll go with Daniel Bryan tentatively with Cesaro in second place. But uh, don't give it to Kevin Owens. No. I love listen. I fucks with Kevin Owens, but we we've seen that we've seen that, and it's not gonna be any of the heels. I'll be interested in seeing the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn dynamic. Oh yeah, bring that back. I'll be interested in seeing that yeah. dynamic. Honestly, I don't even think I don't even think Kevin Owens wants to throw the Rumble. He just seems to be the type of dude. It's like we've already done this. Fucking, we've had fire. Like let's not fucking let's not keep on mixing this stuff and making yeah. it fucking shit. Yeah. No, we're done. Let's leave it at that. Right, right. And hell, maybe this is the start of a Kevin Owens, another Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn feud. Now that the dynamics would be different. These are different dynamics now. We've always, we've seen it. We've seen them together as heels. And we've seen Sami Zayn as the babyface. Um, and that was 2015, 2016, 26, yeah. whatever. So, I mean, it's been a while. So, a new dynamic there. I wouldn't be mad at that. It's in the goddamn powerbomb with a fucking apron since then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Um, which takes us to Roman Reigns versus the supposed winner. Not the supposed winner, but the winner of the Elimination Chamber, which we kind of already established Roman Reigns is going to take. So I guess that's kind of a free one for us. So Roman Reigns wins there. I like the little wrinkle of Roman Reigns kind of just running rough shot, doing whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, yeah. I'm not defending this shit in the chamber. Fuck that. Did you see that meme where they swapped heads? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little creepy. <laughs> it's a little creepy. <laughs> big creepy. And, but I, I like it for the character. Like, Roman Reigns is a big badass who doesn't need to cut corners. Because he's a big fucking badass. But the fact that he's cutting corners makes him that much more heelish. I like it. I like it. So, I'm with it, man. Huh? I wasn't, I wasn't that far. I wasn't that far. It, I was scratching. I wasn't picking. Jeez. Jeez. The, the video chats. Yeah, stab my business. <laughs> stab my business. <laughs> so, man, we just ran down the chamber, man. Um, how you feel about it now? I'll watch it. I'll <laughs> I'll be there. I got a show that night too, so I'll probably I'll probably catch it uh, later that night or on Monday myself. But uh, I don't know what time road on Sunday? Yeah, that, that drive's gonna suck. I feel like I feel like it's only three hours, but three I hours. might not even go that hard on Saturday night. I really? Mean, just that drive? You like? Dude, whenever I was in New Orleans for my buddy's bachelor party on that on that Saturday night, I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. Like, we went out and hit that fucking, uh, that swamp tour, mm-hmm. like, 9 a.m. Why like, do we have, like, between, like, the six of us, but, like, we each had, like, 
about 15 or 16 beers around 9 a.m. for this mm. tour. <laughs> I, went, I went back to my hotel room, crashed out. It's like 1, 2 That's in the afternoon. Crazy. I woke up. I couldn't even talk. Y'all smacked that many beers and Hardy's was still serving breakfast. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I went out that night, man. Fucking went out to eat. I was like, fuck this. I'm going back to bed. We got to hit that 10-hour drive back the next day. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't Uh look up everybody else up the next day. I was like, nope, let's hit the road. I was like, let's call it. It's a wrap. I'm driving. Yeah, just hop your ass in the back. We got to get up out of here, Duke. Hell yeah, dude. I ain't fucking around in those last days. I feel you. I feel that, man. Well, listen, be safe. As always, be careful. I'm sure you'll have a little bit of content. I'm not sure you'll be able to share it on a recorded line for the internet. But, uh, you'll find out. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, Big Ring, let me know how to reach on the social medias, my guy. Guys, let me go. Yeah, if, if you motherfuckers out there want to follow me on the on the internets, on the Twitters and the Instagrams, y'all can look me up at a a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a, and I got another one for you. It's on the old Snapchat. I'm on there at moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Rand on the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at the Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? But above all else, you listen to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker, some of y'all are even listening on Radio Public. Wherever you're listening, tell somebody you love, they will tell somebody that they like, they will get back to you as if you didn't start the chain. Heartwarming content, heart-building content. Content that, again, started in the North. The North won. We did. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Chamber's coming up soon, y'all. Enjoy. We will be back next week with the breakdown of how the Elimination Chamber went. Y'all know how it is, man. We are here for y'all because y'all are here for us. I'm your guy, Juve, sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Blade Runners. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, he goes. Salute.